Don't forget, we're also on YouTube. You can find us by searching for Bitchy Witchies. That's B-I-T-C-H-Y-W-I-T-C-H-Y-S. So don't forget the witchies part. And if you search for us on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. Check the description. All of our links will be available in our description for you to access easily. Welcome, everybody. As you can see, we are down one. Um, Hestia might be sleeping. (laughs) She may join us. She crashed. (laughs) She may be joining us shortly, or she may not. That's okay. On with the show. We just keep going. Um, I think we've done shows both recorded and live without at least one person. So. Okay, we'll keep going. So today we are talking about herbalism or witchcraft. So what do we mean by that? We mean uh, we we've we've like noticed. I said, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say um, how the difference between making a potion or making a tincture. Mm. Or making a tea and making a brew. There's a difference. That's definitely that's definitely one aspect. Um, mm-hmm. The one that I was thinking of from from my personal perspective is um, I notice I see people thinking that um, that herbalism, being an herbalist, um, is the same thing as witchcraft. And, exactly. Um, yeah, and so we want to talk about kind of the differences of those as well. So I'm going to turn that this over to Miss Mountain Gypsy because she has a lot to say about that. So take it away, Miss Mountain Gypsy. So just like you said, a lot of people think just because you know herbalism, you are a witch and so on and so forth. And that is really not the case at all because when I got my herbalist certificate and did all that I had a lot to do with medical it had nothing to do with witchcraft or any of that you have to know your medical stuff you have to know the anatomy you have to know illnesses and you have to know everything like that because it's not associated with 
witchcraft when you are actually specifically a working herbalist. But I have seen a whole bunch of people say that, oh, if you know herbalism, you're a witch. That's not true because I know a lot of herbalists, especially ones that I went to class with and did school with. They had nothing to do with witchcraft. They were strictly there for a medical alternative part of their education. Right. And there's a lot of people that do that. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Like when I got up, my holistic nutritionist. Exactly. And, you know, I was there because, because it went with my alternative therapy education, you know, because people are coming to me to not have to take medication if they don't need to. Right. Whereas like with me, the reason why I, I became a holistic nutritionist was because of my practice, because I wanted to know the medical side, but I still knew that there was a difference between it's like herbalism is not witchcraft. I just wanted to know the medical side for my witchcraft. I just get to know, you know, the medicinal aspects of, well, holistic remedies or homeopathic remedies without, because like, that's what witches of old, like, did. Like, like they were kind of the doctors of old in a way. I mean, there's a lot of doctors like people would go to the witches for something else. And like, I always see it too, is like our remedies are kind of better because we incorporate that magical aspect into it. But that's where, you know, like the line crosses from like herbalism to witchcraft. It's like, we could still brew up something that's medicinal, but we also incorporate magic into it, stimulating the properties because we have that innate connection with nature. So we stimulate the different properties of the herbs, enhancing them. So That's... why do you, why do you think people confuse the two? I think me personally, I think they see the history, the history of, you know, all around the world, people being called witches who were herbalists and stuff Mm -hmm. you know I think that's where they see it I think that's where they get the connection is the history of herbalists and midwives and alternative medicine people being accused or saying that they are witches when that's not the case when a lot of them so that's why I think they get it yeah I know um and that's a really good point you know um in the Philippines, you know, with my culture, um, there are several groups of what many people there refer to are, well, yeah, many people refer to as witches, but not all of them do. And when you talk to them, they will tell you we're not witches, we're herbalists or we're healers. Those are, um, they, they also view and realize and recognize the difference. Right. Because it's like, um, okay, another form of alternative medicine, acupuncture. Like, is acupuncture conf- like witchcraft? Like, no, it's totally not. Right, <laughs> Even yeah. though, like, yes, we do pins and doll. Well, I don't want to say. Well, sometimes, but well, yeah. unless you're talking, unless you're talking to an evangelical, then yeah, it's all satanic. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> yeah, dude. 
Well, because like when I started doing the herbalist thing was I was I was 19 and I was on a lot of medications because I had kidney problems. And I myself, I got tired of walking around like smelling like a lit match because I had to take sulfur pills. And I was like, there's got to be something better. So I started it purely for medical purposes and everything. But then, you know, I'd also been practicing for a while witchcraft and stuff like that. And so like, yeah, like Jason said, I can put two and two together and put my magical purposes into my healing. But when it comes down to actual patients or clients, I don't do that because not all of them are going to be on that same belief path as me. Well, and and even going back to what Jason was saying, you know, um, about being able to incorporate some of your witchcraft methodologies into herbalism, you know, that that is, to me, part of the difference in and of itself, because, um, you know, people who are generally herbalists that don't practice and uh, that don't actually practice witchcraft, um, they don't, for obvious reasons, put in that element. So mm-hmm. that's a that's a major difference right there. Well, like but, Jen just said, she said, Jen just said, many people mix up alchemists with herbalists and witchcraft. They all have different yes. meanings and are different purposes. Right. I love it. It yeah. makes her head. It makes her head it. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like alchemy. It's like al- alchemy. It's like that could be related to like pharmaceutical stuff almost in a sense, but also herbalism in a way well to me like like for for me like alchemy can go into like a lot of different aspects too because there's like emotional alchemy and like spiritual alchemy too Mm -hmm. yeah exactly but i think it it goes back to you know that more basic thing of um of people assuming that anything metaphysical is witchcraft or any or anything magic related is witchcraft there's multiple different magical systems witchcraft is but one of them and there's even hundreds more different types of metaphysical type activities that have nothing to do with witchcraft nothing to do with other magical systems and i think that's that's where uh where people get confused exactly like my personal opinion like we've had like, the discussion of Reiki and chakras and stuff like that yeah. being misconstrued as witchcraft or part of witchcraft, and they're not. The law of attraction is witchcraft. Oh, don't get me started. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, like I mean, like, like, like yes, yeah, like the same thing. Like not everything magical is witchcraft. Like even when we were on that topic of um, like the different titles or different names. What's the word that you used? Nom, nomicular? Nomicular? Huh? What? Yeah, for like, like, like the different terms for the magical practitioners, like witch, sorcerer, things like that. Like, someone who doesn't practice witchcraft specifically, like if they want to call themselves a witch, like I'm not going to give them shit, but, you know, it's hard for me to associate the term witch with someone who doesn't practice witchcraft specifically. Well, yeah, and... And, you know, that's a, that's sort of a a pseudo tangent. Um, You know, when we talk about magical practices and the different magical systems, you know, let's talk about what makes witchcraft witchcraft. 
what what yeah, exactly. why do we call it witchcraft versus other magical systems what makes witchcraft different from herbalism and for me um uh, personally and, and i know that a lot of people have these same views is that you know for one um witchcraft is nature-based uh, sympathetic magic you know um, we work with the energies of nature nature meaning the energies uh, that are natural. So it doesn't have to necessarily be nature as in what's out in the forest. It's what is natural in our current plane of existence. So um, it could be the planets, you know, the sun, the moon. Um, it could be the um, the rocks or the leaves or, you know, it's, it's, it's nature, na natural energies is is um, what witchcraft works with and we work with those energies to manipulate those energies and direct those energies transform those energies when you look at other magical systems they don't necessarily work for one with energies at all um, some magical systems may work with energies from other planes of existence Right. I mean, there's there, there's different it, it, it's a different literally from a technical perspective. It's a different methodology. Mm. And and so like for me personally, if somebody practices magic that is not a witch, I just consider them to be a magician. They're a magician or a mage right. yeah. um, or, or, or whatever else their uh, their nomenclature is. Some of them have their own nomenclature of, exactly. of what that is. Um, but when when it comes to the difference between uh, witchcraft and herbalism, again, I go back to the manipulation of those energies is one. Um, also, for me personally, it's accessing the liminal, um, being attuned with the liminal. When it, when it comes to herbalism at face value, when not mixed with anything else, then it becomes then it's about the, as you all put it, the medicinal values, the properties, not the magical properties, the physical uh, and chemical properties of the herbs. Yes. And, and that's what an herbalist does. How can I use this to physically affect you? Yeah, because I... Not metaphysically. Not exactly magically like, you know the people that i do work with on a daily basis client wise i have to sit there and be out okay what what are, what are your ailments okay what medications are you on that you need to be on but you want to use this with there's mm -hmm. so much medical thought and process into being an herbalist yeah. just alone itself you know can well are you allergic to a specific plant family can you you know are you gonna are you allergic to the you know daisy family so i can't give you chamomile so i have to think about it that way well, and, you know and also like just like medications plants can have interactions with each other as well exactly like, uh, well because like, and we well and we, we've talked to We've talked about this before. I mean, uh, on some other podcasts, you know, where do you think medicine comes from? <laughs> exactly. Medicine, exactly. medicine you know? comes from 
plants and uh-huh. and you know herbalism is the foundation and the creation base of what we have in medicine now right mm-hmm. we'll, we'll even like like you know like what we consider to be medicine now like that's western medicine or is isn't it like considered more the western medicine where it's like yeah. eastern and they still use the traditional herbalism and they're definitely not witches absolutely <laughs> well, exactly be, but... <laughs> yeah because absolutely. like i mean i've seen a lot of it lately like on social media is you know people sitting there making tinnitures and stuff like that for magical purposes and stuff like that but it's like yay mountain gypsy speak tinnitures (laughs) tinnitures yes (laughs) you know and like i see like the list of herbs that they're throwing together for these concoctions that they're making and are like oh it's going to heal this and it's going to bring you this and it's like half those herbs you have in that bottle you can't mix i know right? and you're taking like, me like, right it's like like um it was one for like someone was mixing coffee and white lotus it's like yeah mix coffee and lotus you will get you will get serotonin syndrome yeah there's <laughs> a lot can be of deadly things. if not treated and like yeah. immediately <laughs> You know what, that's an excellent point, guys, because, you know, for me personally, I'm thinking of, you know, stop calling yourself if a witch, a witch, if, if, if you're an herbalist, but that's a really good point. You know, you can't automatically, because you practice witchcraft, assume that you can translate that to herbalism because you could hurt somebody. Yeah, well, I mean, if you, you know. don't know what you're talking about. Or like I wrote a post this week on Amino about it. You know, if you don't know your stuff and you're mixing certain things, you're reliable, especially if you're mixing these to give these or sell these to other people. Right. Like if someone gets sick, that person can turn around and sue you. Or if that person dies from it, you're screwed. Exactly. And that can even be said from like an energetic standpoint too, when it comes to, ingredients for a working like just because two things are good for a money working doesn't mean they can be used together yeah but the point being is that again those are two completely different discussions methodologies and knowledge yep you know knowing what not to mix together from a metaphysical or magical standpoint doesn't necessarily translate to knowing what not to mix together and put together from a physical or chemical standpoint. No, I know. And, I was just... Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that for the audience is that, you know, it's, it's understanding that, you know, the reason why, I mean, the main reason why we want to have this discussion is because it's, it works both ways. You know, an herbalist, if they are not a practicing witch, you know, you are not, you are not, um, performing witchcraft, you're not a witch simply because you're an herbalist, but vice versa, because you're a witch, just because you use herbs, that doesn't make you an herbalist. You know, right. understand no. that the, 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 there's two different things. You can certainly be both. There's plenty of us that are multiple things and have mm-hmm. uh, uh, multiple aspects and, and are studied in multiple um multiple different things but that's the whole point is being studied in it you know don't assume that just because you're one you're the other they're not equitable no right. they're not they're not exactly. at all it's like, like, like 
and go, going back to what I was saying earlier about like the witches of old, like people going to them for remedies and stuff, people also used to go to like a lot of witches of old were also midwives, but does a midwife mean you're a witch? No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, exactly. Because I mean, and like going back to the question of where people are getting this idea from, like I said, it's the idea of back then people who were persecuted in Europe and all over who were midwives and herbalists and stuff like that, because they would be accused of it being witches because the remedy didn't work or, or it did work or they did work and they didn't understand why it worked. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, you know, someone's profession turned them into a witch which not wasn't necessarily what they actually believed in because a lot of these herbalists worked through the church yeah exactly but like because back in that same time like if somebody had an epileptic seizure then oh my god they're possessed <laughs> Ooh, yes. that's a good question jen had a question she goes curious what are your thoughts on books that say herbalist guide to witchcraft or herbo- herbology witchcraft oh that's a loaded question um (laughs) context for for me like is it are they kind of combining the two and kind of like skewing the two saying like oh one one is the other or is are they secular saying like this is how you can incorporate witchcraft into herbalism or herbalism into witchcraft well i think i think that's the that to me would be the million dollar question if somebody is looking at a book that has a title like that is um you know what is actually the point what is the book trying to say because if they are equating the two as one of the one and the same then for me personally i would be very wary of that book yes um there's there's you know going back to what mountain gypsy was saying it's 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 really obvious as to why the two are associated with each other because of you know historically of what's happened there's no doubt about that i don't think any of us are are denying that um so it, it stands to reason that many witches would express interest in herbalism um but Again, you know, if I would see a book like that, I would be very wary and really explore as to what that, what the goal of that book is before diving into that book and embracing what it says, because um, it could, you know, I'm sure some of them are very legit, but I can only imagine some of them um, would lead you astray and have some misinformation. Exactly. Like I have some some books. Like I have one that's called The Honest Herbal. That is strictly medicinal, like uh, holistic remedies or like herbalism in the medical sense has nothing to do with magic. Then I have yeah. another one called the, the Herbal Alchemist Handbook, which is the opposite. It is strictly magical, like herbs and their magical properties and making. Right different herbal incense mixtures and smoke blends for strictly magical purpose. And then I have another one that's called War Cunning, a folk magic herbal. It kind of talks about both, but it's it's an interesting book the way it is because like you actually like flip it around. Like there's one side or half half the book is like strictly medicinal and herbs and their medicinal properties and the different remedies from, you know, just a medicinal 
holistic sense and then like you flip it over to the other half which if you just flip through the entire book then like the other half would be upside down but yeah you flip it over and it's magical properties just and magical concoctions with herbs yeah and see like for me i guess because of my profession i get weary of those especially lately with the whole fad thing so it would be like jason said i would be like "Mm, okay let me flip through it and see what it's trying to tell me you know because Uh i've seen some that are like oh this herb is for this this and that but it's also associated with this body part and this ailment and a lot of them don't specify a lot of stuff like that like they'll they'll throw it in but they won't specify you know what can it do what is it gonna do can you take it with this like it strictly is more focused on the magic parts because i mean right and thing in my living room are all over my house i keep my like herbal wise like i keep books specifically on herbs and that's Mm -hmm. it for for that and like practice wise like when i do go into my practice outside of my education i will associate things i will bring in my education and be all okay so this plant is associated with kidney problems or heart problems so i will associate it and equate it into my practice for that purpose exactly but that kind of makes those books a little scary too is because only somebody who has an education in herbalism would be able to recognize that in in one of those books that matches together well i think that um i think that's part of why people get confused is because we have people that use the term herbalist and herbalism very loosely Mm -hmm. um, and and equate like when you're talking about actual magical properties how you use how one would use it in in spell work or or magical workings they um, some people refer to that as herbalism and um, I'm not saying that's necessarily incorrect it is a you know generally speaking herbal i mean it is talking about herbs and its uses so i guess you can say herbalism but generally speaking you know when when you think about the term herbalism that is really more holistic medical in nature but when people are constantly oversimplifying the use of that word i can totally see you know people getting confused yeah they do Uh, get confused because i know even though most people know my education background they will automatically especially these days assume the witch part like no 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 they're separate they're absolutely separate to me in my head during the day when i have to use my education that is my training that is my business that is my job is I am a herbalist alternative therapist in which I use herbalism and you know healing touch and all that stuff right but if you want to bring it into that my night job is a witch Uh, but don't assume because someone says they're an herbalist they're automatically a witch right or vice versa Mm -hmm. yeah 
I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sorry, not all witches are herbalists. So, I mean, to me, yeah. assuming the opposite, uh, that which all witches are, are herbalists or can be herbalists, um, whether that's proper training, to me, that's way more dangerous than, oh, yeah. than being an herbalist who thinks that they are a witch. Right. Yeah, because like yeah. I'm sorry, like like I just said, the posts that I've seen with people making these concoctions to sell the people to to consume, a lot of those herbs cannot go together, and you have just screwed yourself, my dear. Exactly. Exactly. So I want to go back to what you were mentioning in the beginning, Jason, about the whole um, tinctures versus. Uh, potions and um, and such. You want to go a little bit into that? Sure. So, when for me a potion is you use magic that you stimulate the you magically stimulate the properties of the herbs to make them effective within this certain way, whether it be for healing or other purposes too like protection or a classic love potion number nine I (laughs) (laughs) like that that's I mean in in a nutshell like that's what the difference is between a potion and a tincture I mean if you're just making a tincture like in the old in the sense of you know just like uh, deoxidizing the herbs or decarbonizing the herbs and then uh, extracting the, whatchamacallit, um, I'm going to say, that's at the tip of my tongue. Well, <laughs> this is, I, I get what you're saying, extracting the medicinal values from it and essentially into the... Yeah, right, like like the, the alkaloids. I know that's not, not the right word, but <laughs> like, yeah, like that's, that's a tincture. That's holistic remedies like there's no magic put into it and it's made strictly for an alternative medicine but where it's like with the potion like even if you create a healing potion to heal like a certain ailment like it might kind of combine the two in, in a way but um what makes it a potion is the fact that you know those properties are stimulated through magic and just throwing herbs in a pot it's not a potion right like that's like that actually (laughs) cat says they all need to be separated herbalism reiki reiki shamanism uh which whatever else you may have as a job or you practice they're all different and that's true that's true shamanism is yeah being a shaman is not being a witch and vice versa agreed exactly (laughs) exactly <clears throat> that's kind of that that kind of reminds me and it's a little lot topic that reminds me with like when i when people try to argue that there's no such as a natural witch and they say well technically we're all natural witches because we all had pagan ancestors that practiced some form of magic like i don't disagree with that but that does not necessarily mean they were witches as some as one can be a pagan magic practitioner without necessarily being a witch right oh my god um Jen. Jen. <laughs> yeah, Je- Jen said something uh, wonderful. 
One can know herbology, but this does not automatically make one an herbalist. And the same can be said about knowing about witchcraft does not automatically make one a witch. Boom, mic drop. Mic drop right there, Jen. <laughs> that was beautifully said. Love that. That that is so true. You know, you you can also for me personally, um, I I believe that you can take um, something prepped for traditionally more medicinal values such as tinctures. You can take that and use that, you know, for for magical means. But again, it's all about you know your your preparation, your purpose, and and what you're what you're doing with that. You know that. Right. Um, is what makes the difference. Generally speaking, tinctures are um, medicinal in nature. Yeah, but exactly. I've, no, I've known people that have chosen to uh, you make a tincture for a working just because they felt that that's what was appropriate for the working. But again, it, you know, exactly. under, they understand the difference. Exactly, because yeah. even in the sense if you're making a tincture for the working, then like you're still using it for like you're still magically stimulating the properties of it for that working. Exactly. I mean, like, exactly. What, I, what I mean for, you know, Sawin time, you know, I made a tincture that's called the psychic tincture, but outside of it, you can take that shit and you will be relaxed as hell and your anxiety and you is gone. Like it's a multi-purpose one, but that's because I've used both my you know, practice and, med- and medical side to create that. That way it's not just sitting on there for one right. time a year. It's like, oh, right. I, I don't want to talk. For me, that was for the ocean. I mean, even if they were using it for like strictly medicinal, it would still be a potion to me because it was made with magic incorporated into it. Right. Yeah. I, See, like- I, I, would, I would totally agree with that. Yeah, because like, like it's my little potion, but like outside of magical properties and it being made that way, I can use it to calm my shit. <laughs> Side yeah. note, Jason, before we finish here, we're going to have to make Mountain Gypsy say tincture just a couple more times because it is so adorable. Tincture. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know why you keep adding that extra syllable, but don't stop. It's adorable. This is my spoke. This is the way I spoke. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so um, I see sometimes, you know, like, like I said, you know, um, people who, when you ask them about, you know, their practice and, like, uh, you know, it's, yes, I practice witchcraft. Um, what do you do? I'm a healer. So, okay. So that, that is a little bit more, you know, again, I understand that's probably, I'm probably going to ruffle some feathers. Um, But, you know, the, the, you know, I, I, I'm not necessarily saying that I don't agree with them or I don't believe them. I just have more questions, you know? So Mm -hmm. what, what exactly does that mean? Because even though historically some people have confused healers with being a witch, that's not necessarily what witchcraft in general is exactly. so so what what does that mean because i sort of equate that on the same subject matter as saying herbalism and witchcraft are, are the same well i mean it's yeah. like people with the whole concept of healing touch like reiki 
they think that's witchcraft and stuff, but it's not. It it's is not. a healing method, you know, and a Eastern healing method, but it's it's not equated to witchcraft. And it's a practice that, exactly. I mean, I guess you can equate it sometimes with the energy manipulation that you need for that uh, practice. But that practice also takes a long time, you know, energy manipulation in general. If you don't understand it, you're not going to get Reiki. Well, but you know what? That's a, <clears throat> I think that's a really important thing to, to bring up because energy manipulation in and of itself does not equate to witchcraft. No. Having, having said that, a, a major portion of witchcraft is the manipulation of energies. But I think, you know, just like with everything else, you know, when you talk about energy manipulation with, with Reiki, that's for different purposes with different goals in mind and different methodologies. When you talk about energy manipulation and witchcraft, you know, again, that's for different purposes, different methodologies, different goals in mind. Exactly. You know, like, like, witchcraft psionic, to, like psionic. Yes. That's the manipulation of energies. That's manipulation of physical matter. But it's exactly. But it, it's not witchcraft. Like exactly. It's it's exactly that's that's a perfect that's a perfect comparison. You know, because psionics, you are applying energy manipulation for um for for physical changes and, and physical um physical actions mm-hmm. um in in uh in, for healing you're applying you're using energy manipulation um also for other forms of you can also say physical as well whereas in witchcraft it's energy manipulation to affect your environment it is it it may be physical but it's more often not it's more often on um on situations on for lack of a better word more on a quantum mechanical level if that makes sense because you are and i know i'm stretching it a little bit i just can't think of a better way to say it but um, more on, you know, situational changes as opposed to physical changes and, and physical actions. I like what Fearless said. <laughs> yes, Fearless said, I just believe people in general equate everything woo-woo with witchcraft <laughs> due to ignorance and fear. And I don't mean ignorance as a bad thing because it can be uh be educated well and ignorance is bliss yes <laughs> sometimes so, and sometimes that is a good thing <laughs> kind of sad but, but like, like um another thing i kind of want to bring up like going back to like even going back to like acupuncture like we can use sympathetic magic and have a poppet of somebody and use pins to heal their pain like kind of like remote acupuncture but is but that doesn't mean acupuncture is witchcraft <laughs> no it doesn't <laughs> caldera like- witch you're trying to bit flip the universe <laughs> yes we're gonna flip it flip it off hell yeah but yeah like- sorry uh, go ahead 
it's just one of those things that like not everything is equated to witchcraft, especially herbalism, healing touch, all that stuff. Just because it's not a method constantly used in our area of life, but in other areas of the world, it's it's an everyday use. Well, and, and going back to the differences, you know, with, between witchcraft and herbalism, you know, um, you know, we're, we're, I think, talking under the assumption that um, that herbs are used in witchcraft. And for many, that is true. But there are a number of people that do not use herbs and plants and such in their witchcraft. Yeah, and well, like Jen just said, she goes, is it possible that pop culture witchcraft is the culprit of putting herbalism, herbalists and witches together? Oh my goodness. <laughs> How could that be? Right? <laughs> of course. We know it is. Like, well, I know it is. Because like, I mean, when I started all this, you know, herbalist stuff, pop culture witchcraft wasn't a freaking thing. And, you know, it wasn't, it didn't have people on a daily basis already, oh, you're an herbalist, so you're a witch. This just happened, like, in the last five or ten years of them equating that. I'm like, what are you smoking? <laughs> um, I just totally thought, thought out of something. So, like, witches, oftentimes, like, depending on the practice, they won't just use herbs, they'll use stones as well. So it's, like, are people who thinking that herbalists are witches? Or are geolog- thinking geolog- geologists? <laughs> are geology- yeah. <laughs> I'm yes. a geologist. Oh, you're a witch. No. I just like rocks. Leave me alone. Yeah, dude. Like, you know, or astrologists. Yeah, you know, astronomers and stuff like that. They look at the sky and know all that stuff, so they're witches too. Right. (laughs) But I think it goes back to, you know, really, I think truly understanding, you know, what what one means when they say that they are a witch, when they practice witchcraft, what, what does that mean? And I, I think when people start getting into this, what this one group of people, when you talk about newer practitioners, I think, um, I think unfortunately it's still a, a case of you don't know what you don't know. So you, you have to um, slowly peel back the layers of the onions to really truly understand what, what, is it that you are interested in what what is witchcraft really and um and that takes time and that takes a journey the unfortunate thing is that a number of people who will never express interest in either learning about it or wanting to practice it will unfortunately always have some level of misunderstanding or misconception uh, on what witchcraft is and will continue to conf- confuse some of these other healing arts, especially, um, and lump them all up, you know, into that must be witchcraft. Oh, yeah. Or, or the devil's work. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, dude, because like, ooh, just thinking about it. Next year, I have been in an herbalist for 20 years next year you know 
and I'm still studying up on shit. You're old. <laughs> I, I know. I won't give exacts, but you know, most of you already know. Like, you know, I just turned 37. So yeah, like next year or the year after, I've almost been doing this for 20 years. And like I separated. Like I've always separated being an herbalist from a witch just because I use herbs in my witchcraft doesn't mean that, you know, I've always put them together. You know, because right. I didn't start using herbs in my witchcraft until maybe a year or two after I started herbalism. Well, I mean, I, and the other thing too is that you know, if you if you talk about let, let's let's put them side by side for for example, let's just take echinacea, okay? Mm-hmm. Echinacea from an herbalist standpoint is good for what? That's your immune booster. Okay. It's a very good immune booster. It's good for your coughs and yeah, coughs, congestion, all that. Yes. Yeah. Now, what's one thing that you can use it for in witchcraft? Uh, My point of view? (laughs) My (laughs) use of it is not very nice, but I use it to take down people's immune systems. (laughs) Well, and, and... and actually, there, there's even a, a less um, related property that a lot of a lot of people see. Not everybody, but a lot, but some people see in terms of the use of echinacea. I use it as a power booster. Yeah. It, it, um, yeah. To yeah to increase the power. So can you equate some of that with its medicinal properties? I'm sure you could. Um, yeah. But the point being, you know. That to me, that's one of the um, perfect examples of how they are not one and the same. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. you, you certainly can take some of the medicinal properties and perhaps use that in in your in your working if you wanted to. But there's also on top of that other ways that you could use those herbs that you certainly wouldn't use that in a medicinal sense, nor should you. Exactly. Like I use echinacea for uh, protection a lot of times, but it's not protection against disease. Right. It's protection yeah. against like 